There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the Please check our description for any content warnings applicable to this podcast. Welcome back to A Lot Going On at the Moment. Today we're doing a book review on All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. The last thing Quinn expected was to meet the love of her life just outside her fiancé's front door. A year after leaving behind her che- their cheating partners, Quinn and Graham are in a perfect relationship that seems designed by fate. Seven years later, their perfect love is threatened by their imperfect marriage. The memories, mistakes, and dreams that they have built up over the years are tearing them apart. The one thing that could save them might also be the very thing that pushes their marriage past the point of no return. Can a love story with a perfect beginning survive a lifetime between two imperfect people? You're about to find out. We're about to find out, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's do our star ratings. Uh, Shelby, how many stars? I, I, I don't want to go first. Someone else, I went first last time. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll go first. I already told okay. you guys mine Yeah, yeah. in the weekly true. pod. Um, it, I gave it a four and a half. Okay, cool. Um, I also, I gave it four stars, which it was, I was at it, I should say four, four stars after reading Finding Perfect. Like it was at like 3.5 and then I read Finding Perfect and I was like, it's a solid four. Put, put it over. Yeah, put it over. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the, the story, but I had a few hangups. Yeah. So actually, I've, I have just a lot of feelings in general. <laughs> I have quite a few dislikes, but like, I still really like the story. So yeah, I mean, you guys know I really like this one. Yeah. How about you, Shelby? Um, so I am somewhere in between a three and a three and a half, but I don't know where. Shelby's like, I give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't give it a zero. <laughs> yeah, I think just like once, I mean, because it's kind of like what I would think of like when women give birth you know how like you have a baby and it's like painful, like you birth a baby and it hurts and you're like, I don't know that I could ever do this again. I don't, I didn't like this too much. But then you have the whole ass baby and then you're like, oh my god, I love this baby so much. I can't even remember what it was like giving birth and you don't even remember. So it was kind of, and then you want to do it again. Reading, finding perfect. <laughs> I can't even remember. I for a while, I was like, why didn't I like it? What was happening? This is a whole round. Yeah, that is the best comparison you have ever made in this history of this podcast. Because I was like, where is she going with that? I, I knew exactly. You're like, like, this was really traumatic, but I liked it overall. Yeah. yeah. I, it overall. I was like, yeah, I mean, it was worth it. Like, I mean, where like, are we headed? Well, so I was really nervous to reread it. Because, so I listened to as it as an audiobook first. Mm-hmm. And reading it physically is a way different experience. Way, way, way different experience. So I'm really glad that I did that differently the second time around. Um, and I just feel like I, I, for me personally, I gain more while reading it physically. And I was mm-hmm. able to, it's just like more in depth, I think, for me. But um, yeah, I was nervous to reread it. And when we first start, started off and it was like, oh, they're in the hallway I remembered everything vividly. So I was like, this is going to be boring, boring as fuck. Like I was really not for it at first, like rereading it, but then I got into it and it was all good. We're, we're good. And then I was (laughs) also, I do want to preface that I was just 
having a very emotional time in general. So then reading this was like really over the edge. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, we'll get into it in a little bit, but like I, I had to really like deeply reflect on why this was hitting so hard for me personally. And I think, I think I got there. I think I, I know share it with you guys a little bit. I mean, I won't go too in depth, but like, yeah, I feel like I just personally connected with this a lot. So not that I've had infertility struggles, but I don't know. Do we want to go into, I almost wanted to do dislikes first, but I guess our tradition is likes first. I mean, so. but we dislikes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Maybe we could get those out of the way and then we can like talk. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Let's do it. Let's do dislikes first. Let's do Just it. Let's mix it up. Out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay um, Who wants to go first? I mean, I can. I mean, I can. I'll, I'll start with the general thing we've definitely talked about before. Literally no content warning, no description that this is anything about for infertility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in the synopsis, absolutely yeah, nothing. Because I went back and read it. And like, I mean, um, like Jess talked about, like it, this made me book made me like incredibly just, just sad. So sad. Like just incredibly sad. sad. And I can't imagine because I've never had to deal with infertility issues, like how that would be like going into this and not knowing that. Yeah. Especially because she's such a popular author that you can like, Mm -hmm. her books are pretty much available anywhere. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. so like if you're just like a, like a, um, you Mm -hmm. know, not like in depth like we are if you're just picking it up like I can't imagine that yes no that is it I had that as well that I mean I think it's getting around that Colleen Hoover books are like have heavy trauma in all of her books but that should not be on the reader to have to do their research I don't know I just think it should be more accessible that there that these topics are being right like the whole plot is infertility so we really can't say any of that I don't know yeah no and I agree with that and just like like if you're just a reader who's you know not in on like book talk or like anything like that and just picking up a book you're not gonna know yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um so I guess I'll go in chronological order of what of the dislikes throughout the story so first of all I think she should have kept the ring from Ethan (laughs) I was like, really? You're not? You're going to give it back to him? I was like, fuck that. You should cash in. Go on a trip. Like, nope, that's Agreed. your ring. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. That's that a little petty one, but. Tab, what I, th- I think for me, like, because initially I was like, I don't think I like this book at all. And then I think I was like, okay, but why don't, why are you so like annoyed with this book? And I think mm-hmm. it was a lot of, of the things like it was with like her, Quinn and her. Oh, yeah. She just had really bad, I think, like, um, like she just didn't – wait, where did I write it here? Um, until she called herself out, I was, like, of how she was acting. I was, like, I, I just cannot with you. But I think just she doesn't have good communication skills, and that's, like, causing a lot of the problems. Because even early – but you don't even see it until – like, because the book kind of goes back. Like, so towards the end of the book, you get to see at the beginning when, like, she – even like, even at the beginning when, when she, her mom wanted a prenup when they were getting married – um, she was like, I'm not even gonna ask him about it. Like, I'm not even. I'm like, if you just have a conversation, and then because when she, he did find out, she she he was like, I'm an accountant. Like, of course I'll sign a prenup. Like, yeah. but you, if you would have just That's like that. Talk about that part because that I've I feel like there's so many parts where she doesn't communicate, but that part didn't bother me because she she didn't want a prenup, so it wasn't yeah. like. Yeah, but I was it like, like she you... wanted it and wasn't. Talking yeah, about it, but, but that was like, but, but if still, that was, there was a lot like, of situations the where of the... it was like, just talk to him. 
Yeah, there was because I was like, you know, is it because of her fertility issues? But that was even before they even got married. So like, yeah. that was like a little red flag for me. But you don't know till the end of the book because of how the book reads. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. you don't see that chapter till the end. So I was like, okay, that was a red flag. Like that she might not like might have always just had not good like communication skills, and that's getting yeah. it got worse once there was you know a little bit of tension in the relationship. And so like, and even when she um went to the bar and she saw Graham at the bar and then she got like really jealous it was because she didn't call him I'm like if you would have just called him and said like hey and like you could went out went out on a date instead he brought that guy over and then you're like which I'm like if it was the other way around those are some like foreshadowing I guess yeah Yeah, I don't even think about it that way like when the guy was over and she was like, "Well, I'll kick him out real quick," which is like funny to me. But I'm like, if it's the other way around, and the guy Maybe was doing that to the girl. Yeah. Like, I yeah. didn't feel that way about that like situation. Is I felt like I I felt like she had made it like pretty clear of why she didn't call him. I didn't like to me. I didn't feel that way about that situation. I mm-hmm. actually had like more frustration towards Graham during. Yes, that. mine too. Yeah. So my biggest dislike in general has to do with the communication. But also, like, so, so much, I, I hate the negative stance on therapy in this book. I have I have that exact, I have that, that exact detail. That's, like, that bumped it down a half star just, just yeah, based on that for me. Literally, right off because, the back, bat is like, and I don't think that's going to yeah, work for us. So, bye-bye. No, because, okay, they're grieving. They're literally grieving the life that they thought they were going to have. Like, she is grieving the fact that she will not be a mother. Um and she she doesn't have the ability to move on like she's stuck on that and she cannot move forward she's literally grieving like I know she's not she even says it in the book I'm not it's crazy to to grieve about someone who never existed but it's not even grieving their children it's grieving the life that they thought they would have Mm -hmm. um or the marriage that they thought they would have um so I just think that that's so important they should have been in therapy and everything was resolved when um you guys finally talked about stuff and like i think it's i think the the box is a nice idea but why were you writing all those letters and then stashing them away you should have talked you should have read that fucking letter to her right then and there like right then and there like you were nervous to talk to her i get because you didn't want to upset her but like for all parties for the sake of your marriage everything you have to talk Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. you have have to show that you're there for her that you still love her because that's what she's really having a hard time with too is feeling like she's not enough and that she can't provide this for her husband who wants to be a father and it's just like I think and I know I know like that's part of the story I get it I get it but if you would have just read her the letters (laughs) when you wrote them everything would have been (laughs) right and i just felt like he blows off the fact that it's like her like that she like is like i mean she can't she is in uh infertile and he is like oh well i'm like dealing with the same thing like you're not you're not though yeah, but I think but she he, wasn't like communicating it to her him, yeah. like how much it was hurting her. And I think I, th- I mean, he, mm-hmm. yeah, I, there's parts where I really didn't like him, but I'm like, but if she would have just been like, hey, like if I was, I always think of it as Josh, like, like if he doesn't seem like he cares some- about something, I, I'm always like, okay, but this is why this is bothering me. But like maybe he didn't know, but I'm like, just talk, just talk to each other. All right. But, and I get that. He was, he was yeah. also feeling guilty though that they couldn't. Oh, because he had his, that thing that, yeah. His yeah. Right. And I get that, but he's not the same. But no, like no, he has no clue, like nothing. Yeah. What do you mean? 
Like, I just felt like he did, like, he was like, well, I didn't know that's how you felt. Like, okay, I understand communication. Oh, I think of- he knew. I think he knew that she was grieving because of her infertility. I No, knew that. But, like, I don't know. I just, I think, I don't like how he handled it. I felt like he put most of the blame, like, he put the blame on her. Even after they read those letters, he literally goes, oh, well, I was confident in my relationship, so I didn't have to read the letters. Like, oh, I fucking love that part. I hate I, that part. Oh my god! So explain, explain to me again. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking what? Just what, what were you I'm thinking? thinking? That's what I'm I asking. just. I think he. No, I think he places the blame all on her for the infertility. Not okay. So I think he the their problems he places all on her. Oh. Hmm. And that's why when he says like, well, I didn't have to read letters to me, it came off and I listened to it. So, I mean, but you just listened to it too and really liked it. I, it just came off to me as like, well, you know, I, you know, I didn't have these problems and I, I didn't have to, so I didn't have to read letters and I don't know. And I guess I could see the other side of it on how it wouldn't come off with that, but the way I I just, I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't like him a lot. Okay. Hmm. That I thought it came off as like, well, I'm so confident in our relationship. I didn't even need that. Why? Why? I don't know. Why even say that to me? Hmm. I've heard, to me, I, th- I just felt like he was just like, well, like, I've been still rooting for us, but I just don't know how, what yeah. to do to, like, fix the situation. That's how I took it. But, like, but also, like, he wasn't really doing a whole lot to try to fix it either. So, I don't know. He like, was, like, right. uh, yeah. engaging yeah. in it, not cheating. Like, I mean cheating that was his like right yeah i hated that part as well I and i guess like too. to me yeah. like that was his solution to the problem i mean not a solution but i don't know i just to me it felt very blank like he i felt like he put it all on her i guess at the end that's huh. just okay how yeah I, about I can it. see that i cannot but i i feel free i i i hear you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i just different perspectives yeah. but um i uh I do like the idea of the box, but mm-hmm. I think it should be more of, a, like, a retelling. Like, I think it's a cute idea to let them open something on, like, your anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that, definitely. too. Yeah. Um, but I just, like, you should have read those letters. And I think it's nice to have, like, a retelling of, like, when such and such happened, this is, like, how we felt and this and that. But, uh, that that part really <laughs> irritated me a lot yeah yeah no um, i just saw it as like he still had his the love for her and everything so which i do but. get but i guess like so many other things the way he acted about other things like made me so mad that i guess that's how i took that yeah that makes as, sense yeah that is, mm-hmm. um i would agree though reading the letters and then like everything's fine <laughs> yeah like we're, we're all good like right like, well, year, and like also, years and years of issues and that's right right i mean you guys should go work through that i don't believe that's that's all like a therapy solution. is important <laughs> therapy yeah. is important you guys, you guys should, should still go <laughs> yeah. yeah i also really disliked her leaving his sister's house uh, when she overheard him saying like it's devastating mm-hmm. um i just <sighs> I just feel like, first of all, that's just really unrealistic. I think that someone would just straight up leave. I don't know. I didn't, and I feel like, I feel like she would have stayed and grinned and bared it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then to just not even talk about it then after, I just can't imagine. 
yeah. I cannot imagine the lack of communication. I don't know. It's <laughs> wild that, that they were really so close me. and then their communication just like not yeah. there. Like I'm just Which, like, so that's a like of mine is the nonlinear. So we could see like the building of their relationship. Yep, I mm-hmm. have that too. Yeah. yeah. The beginning of the relationship and the contrast between like how the two, like how, like what mm-hmm. they're going through and how, the right. like how, how separated they are now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked Graham, so maybe that's why I just did. I didn't even phase me. <laughs> I think yeah. I liked him for the most part, but then reading Finding Perfect, like I just, it's like I said, I forgot everything that was bad because <laughs> it's so good now. <laughs> so, I can't wait for you guys to read it so we can talk about it. <laughs> the Andrea part did really bother me, though. I think he was, I really liked him, and then that happened, and I was like, yeah. there's no excuse. Can you saying that? you missed her it's she reminds you of her and that's what, like no that's gross that's yeah. that's like i think regardless. i'd be more mad about the, like i that like yeah more mad because it's like, like then, well, you... then just come to me yeah yeah right right like you can't you you can't communicate with me i mean i'm not a good communicator but you're also not communicating so your solution is to go talk to someone else <laughs> yeah, <it's> so... <sighs> <sighs> do you have more dislikes do you want that lady that had her mom went out, they went out to lunch with that lady. Oh I hate, hated that whole lunch where yeah. the mom oh, and God, that lady, yes. Eleanor, or something. I was like, freaking nightmare. These, <laughs> but that's etiquette skills. Yeah. Right. That ties into mm-hmm. my one of my likes, though, about why I do think this topic is important and needs to be written about and needs to be read about because um, infertility is an issue that so many people, I have mm-hmm. stats. Uh, it impacts so many people. One in five couples struggle just to get pregnant. And then one in four women have difficulty keeping a pregnancy. That's crazy statistics. Yeah. One in five and one in four. Just ask stuff about it. Like, oh, why, like, why and are then, you going to? Yeah. You know, it's wild to open up the conversation. And then how many people in your life you know who have actually, like, really struggled with miscarriages? Mm-hmm. It's It's mm-hmm. like... It's like, why aren't we talking about this more? And why do right. women feel like they have to suffer in silence? Like, it's so yeah. sad. It's so, so sad. So that part with that, that lady is awful. That mm-hmm. she's like, you guys have been married for a while. You know, why aren't you guys getting married or getting yeah. uh, having babies? But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's shedding light on how just inappropriate it is to comment on that and ask yeah. about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, which I think true. is really important for people to see. And even the part where... Uh, Quinn is talking about how everything just reminds her of the fact that she can't be a mom like mm-hmm. how social media posts like I wouldn't have even thought of that like I w- no, that wouldn't have either. even crossed my mind like um, mm-hmm. yeah that's sad I absolutely yeah no I had the same thing that I think it is it's a really important topic I don't think it is it is um, yeah it's a really important topic and not mm-hmm. something commonly um discussed at least in books like we've come across um especially like ectopic pregnancies right um, you know and the effects it has on a relationship in a couple mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. feel like we might like if i've read a book like with the subject in it before it was just like touched on but this was like the book was the whole book was mm-hmm. about it so yeah you know. exactly yeah yeah i told a couple co-workers i was reading a book about a couple struggling with infertility and that's so sad and they're like oh that's too too sad i can't do it i'm like yeah but i feel like I'm, i might be just like an emo girl at heart because like being in my feelings with this was also very cathartic and like just i don't know yeah. you know when you have that like sad playlist on spotify and it just hits different 
Yeah. You know, sometimes you just gotta be yeah. in your feelings. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally get that. I think that would be all my dislikes. That's most of mine. What else you got, Shelby? I'm I'm good. I got everything. Good. Good, good. Well, backwards to likes. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I needed to like get that out of the way of that it was so irritating to me the the lack of communication. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Um very superficially, I really like the new cover. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yeah. I mean, I like the old cover if it didn't have I feel like if bad. it was just if it didn't have this, it would be like perfect. If it had the flowers here instead, I love the colors, like the purple the and co- the... the ombre is really yeah. Good. Tab has the old edition. I'm well, you like you wow, look at your tabs. They're like out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know how I was like, how to oh <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a just I'm more of a just tab. I mean, um, this is my real first time I ever them. so first time I'm really using tabs, and I like was like, well, wait, how how far do I put where do I how do how does this work? And then I put them in, and I think at the beginning that I do good. Maybe the first one it was like almost- they're all the same though. So I mean, like they're they're all together. Yeah. Um. Com- yeah. I love uh, it. Uniform uniform chaos over here. <laughs> <laughs> so. It looks pretty. The colors you use. Mm-hmm. Thanks. The purples and the blues. I made a note. I just put fast food. Yes. What does that mean? Fast food. Yes. Um, oh, is it referring to the uh, world tour that he did for breakfast? <laughs> I had that as a yeah, it's a like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That I I got that term from Tab. I think you and Josh call that a world yeah, tour world when you go to tour. multiple different fast food places. <laughs> um, I thought that was so cute when he did that. Like, yeah, I'd love love for that to happen. Just give me all the options because I can't Same. decide. <laughs> no, I want that tomorrow Saturday, Josh. I do have a question about the repetition of perfect. Was that irritate? Maybe more so for Shelby. Since you weren't vibing, was that even more irritating to have the repetition of the perfect, like the perfect life or like, because they said they would use the word perfect a lot purposefully because of the title and because yeah. of the fortune. But I think because of the fortune, it didn't bother me as much because I okay. I knew that's where it was coming from. Like I, yeah. I could feel that it wasn't in yeah. actual like ro- like <laughs> oh I'm expecting to have a perfect life or anything like right. that. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, it didn't come for like that in that connotation. So no, okay, I guess good. no, it didn't bother because I felt like it could have gone either way with that. I was like, okay, I get where well why we're doing this, but it's also like a little much. But yeah, yeah. towards. Yeah. The end, they say it like a lot. That's a lot, I mean. a lot, a yeah. lot. And then I was yeah. like, "All right, let's kind of move on." Yeah, right. But, yeah, like, yeah. That mm-hmm. was more just repetition. <laughs> yeah, I do like that the the title stems from the yeah the fortune, which is cute. If you yeah, only shine really light, and on they your tell you claws. like right off the bat, they give you that little like right yeah, off the bat. Like, isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. And I I love that quote. If you only mm-hmm. shine light on your fault flaws, all your perfects will dim. Because I think that's an important message too, mm-hmm. an important theme. Um, just kind of going from the start, I just it, it gave me so much like joy that they just calmly walked away from Sasha and Ethan's apartment, like or Ethan's apartment, not. I love that they ate their food first. I then... know. <laughs> like, like, they're just eating their food, insane. hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like at the end when they were, uh, well, it was in the epilogue where they like just, per- they just make up stories. Like if they're out and about, they're like, yeah, we had six kids, but they're grown. Like they're super young. And then they started naming <laughs> yeah. their kids after spices and stuff. I was like, that's that was funny. Yeah. yeah. 
I love you guys know me. I love a, a nice solid number date and the fact that they have eight eight and that like holds significance for them in that the dog's name's August. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I did really like them as a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they were cute. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait till you read the, the other book. Sorry. I'm just so excited. <laughs> I know, I, I know you, like Hopeless. I know you read that a long time ago, Shelby. It might be good to reread because then like snippets of all the other books come out of that. That's really so. cool. Yeah. <sighs> it kind of reminds me of like that little tiny chapter that Emily Henry wrote that's like yeah. all of her characters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. But um, with this being such a hard topic, I do feel like it made me like uh, like think about being in their shoes. It made me very empathetic of like how that how hard that would be on a marriage, um, mm-hmm. and how to approach these struggles. And maybe it's more of like a what not to do. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I think overall, I liked. I think I liked the story because at first I was like, I do not like this, but like looking back and like realizing like you know right you said you know a lot like she the way she's acting a lot of the time is because of like being depressed about you know not being able to have a baby Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and then once I was like okay well like like and then especially when she called herself out I was like okay well like this is you know it's hard a struggle like in the middle of so she's hard to pull herself out and that's why she's doing all this stuff but see I I feel like that was really like I thought I felt like she talked about that early on but that might have been just me already knowing you know what I mean from yeah I think she might have said like she kind of said it was her but then like later on she's like all this is pretty much my fault like I'm causing all this and I was like okay well if you're if you're self-realizing like I appreciate that yeah Yeah, I thought thought she made that apparent that she because like everything's reminding goes back to like her about the infertility and like how she can't even like kiss him without thinking you know two weeks ahead and like everything you know so yeah but um what you mentioned reminds me i did have another dislike um when they're fighting um at the end after before they open their box and she says fuck your affair i like i don't give a fuck about your affair uh i hated that because that's bullshit you did care Mm -hmm. and for you to say um it doesn't matter to me if you cheat is so hurtful in so many ways because that's saying like yeah you don't care like it does it's so insignificant you could go cheat on a bunch of or like it wouldn't impact yeah. me like mm-hmm. that you don't love them enough to like that that would hurt you um it, and i get i get what she was trying to get across that's all about the infertility but that that did matter so let's not oh just, yeah just lie during this fight. yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I like get, honestly like, if we're gonna get it all out in the open yeah. get it all out in the open get it like out there yeah like, come on yeah yeah like that was a struggle of hers is that she felt like she couldn't be intimate with him so then that's like one of her even more insecurities that like he went and did that so it's not something she can do but yeah yeah um oh i just really like their banter when they were like their starting off relationship Mm -hmm. and their banter and everything like shelby said them as a couple Mm -hmm. her mom though huh It's even like Emily Gilmore times a million. (laughs) But I I did like that he mentions like you're so inspiring that you came from that and you're nothing like that. Like so I think that even that's a very small theme, but um 
just that you're not like a reflection of your family or your parents is a good reminder yeah yeah I like how good a friend she was with her sister too yeah that was sweet huh yeah they have a nice sibling Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. yeah six years though of infertility that's like it's a long that's what i'm like oh and we just read some i read some letters and we got it all figured out now right and it's like like, there's a lot how how did you guys go six years without airing this out yeah like no wonder you're struggling so much but but yeah i think i really felt for quinn with her self-deprecating um yeah i mean she's having a really hard time not feeling like enough and physically right infertility but i've i related more with like the mental health side of her getting inside her head about things Mm -hmm. and feeling like she's not enough of a wife or like good for him in a relationship um especially like i'm gonna cry um especially like dealing with mental health struggles and not being your best self in the relationship mm-hmm. and wanting to be that's tough yeah 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 so related with her <laughs> but i was like i'm gonna try not to cry during the podcast because i cried enough reading this book <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but, yes um category five hurricane love that term <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Tab, how do you feel about the periodic table of love poem? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read it to my students. You <laughs> should. We're doing honestly. periodic table stuff. Although if you read it to them and be, they're going to be like, "What book is that? Where did you get that?" And they're going to look at the book. And <laughs> no, I'll just I'll Colleen print Hoover. it out or something. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, "I'm reading Colleen Hoover to you guys." <laughs> I've seen a lot of people in Some the Colleen Hoover group. To die. Sorry. I I started seeing those TikToks like today or yesterday and I'm like upset like I don't say obsessed but like the dumb Shelby have you seen them the dumb oh, yeah. to die oh, yeah. yeah I just started everywhere. seeing them and now I'm like the one guy's cutting a tree down and the tree branch falls and it like knocks it he's it's falling and then as, as it's almost down it like hits his his uh ladder and then it, he's just like up in the air with the chainsaw <laughs> I'm like that's so stressful <laughs> anyways <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, anyways, I was saying um, in the Colleen Hoover group, a lot of kids like, yeah, like 12, 13, 14 really? read. And I'm like, I don't know if what? I would. Yeah. The, the, there's really- that one scene. There's a scene in there that I like hated. <laughs> that I was like, I would the, not want a kid to be. One of the kids oh, were doing a book report on this. Like what age do you do book reports to? Like probably, I mean, maybe oh. in high school too, but like the girls were like, they're a group project oh, in Colleen God. Hoover. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, that's no. a good idea. <laughs> How no. old are you in that? I was doing meat kit book reports. <laughs> in what grade? <laughs> I can tell you at that age. <laughs> I wish Ugh. I would have done that. That's, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting about their intimacy. With that. That's way too heavy for a 12-year-old to read. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to that's like, awful. grasp the concept mm-hmm. of, yeah. like, you're, yeah. like, still in middle school. Yeah, no. Those parts were pretty cringy. Too. Yeah. I mean, I guess regretting, regretting you, or what is it? Regretting me? Regretting regrets? What is the paper? Tour regretting him? Part? Yeah, I guess that. Wait, could, no, that's thing? reminders of him. Regretting oh, you. Regretting you. I feel like yeah. maybe because the character. The I one, think the on, the, on the chart of like all her books that shows like it's like for all ages. I oh, think okay. that one, regretting you shows that. Yeah, there's like a few of them, but like this one, I don't think. Probably so. not. <laughs> yeah. 
wild. Yeah. What other likes we got? Uh, I think that's I it. Remember. I think I got them all out. I think that was all mine, too. I have a lot of quotes because I felt like those were my likes. I was just like, well, this is more of like a quote. Yeah. But we can move into quotes if everybody's through with their likes. Sounds good. Let me pull up mine here. My first quote is I know my life as a whole hasn't been perfect, but I'm finally starting to appreciate all the perfect things within it. And I'm like, Aww. that's so true. Like that's just I that relatable. One yeah. That's a good one. Um I have our marriage hasn't been perfect. No marriage is perfect. There were times when she gave up on us. There were even more times when I gave up on us. The secret to our longevity is that we never gave up at the same time. I had that That's one too. Yeah. I love which that. I yeah, the I love the you know, you gotta help each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone else can go. Mine are all page numbers because I have eight million of them. So oh. <laughs> um I'll I'll go to my next one. Um but we're also going to have bad days and sad days and days that test our resolve. Those are the days I want you to feel the absolute weight of my love for you. So it's like it's nice oh, that like you're that. they're seeing yeah. that, you know, things aren't gonna exactly. always be easy, but I'm always gonna love you. And I like that. Um so Oh, no, I was going to say, I love that Colleen Hoover, like, if you go to Goodreads and look through some of the like quotes, like, she, I love when the authors just put in their own quotes, like, I love that. <laughs> I think it's time to do it. Anyways, go ahead, Shelby, sorry. Um, so, I have, apologies are good for, or, apologies are good for admitting regret, but they do very little in removing the truth from the actions that cause that regret. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine kind of goes with that one a little bit. Um. Now we're both full of so much pain. I don't even know where to go from here. No matter how much you love someone, the capacity of the love is meaningless if it outweighs your capacity to forgive. That's good. Mm -hmm. I also have one where um, it's like it's a then when they were first getting together and she talks about being like embarrassed by how much she wants to be a mother like how how excited she is to be a mother and she feels like embarrassed by it um because she feels like that's going against like her feminine view or her feminist views and everything Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um and he goes um be whatever you want to be be a soldier if you want or a lawyer or a ceo or a housewife the only thing you shouldn't be is embarrassed oh that is a good one Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if I have any other ones. Let's see, I have um, I have one more. Um, but when you meet someone who's good for you, they won't fill you with insecurities by focusing on your flaws. They'll fill you with inspiration mm-hmm. because they'll focus on all the best parts of you. I had that one too. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That. I didn't have that one. So good. I have a sad one. Um, and it reminds me of the song "Care" by Sea Home, which is my favorite song of theirs. And it's just that that heavy feeling of not understanding why someone cares about you because you hate yourself so like you don't care so why do mm-hmm. why would someone else care um yeah. uh, and says it feels like the walls of of my chest are being torched as i try to keep my emotions from surfacing but i can't let go of his admission that he's devastated he hasn't become a father yet why does he stay so that like why does he stay really remind me of that song care because it's like in that song it's like a repetitive like do you still care oh nice yeah Mm -hmm. that was like right after she heard overheard him um 
say that he was devastated, which I'm still like, you should have stayed. You should have stayed, though, and not. Yeah. And then pretend like everything was fine. And she even says, where do I, I have it somewhere how they buried it? They just kept burying it. Oh, I got it right now. Which goes, I quoted it in my dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> so they just kept burying things. Um, we stare at each other, both of us dry-eyed and full of years worth of things we should never have kept bottled up. Yep. Yep, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> so maybe it's like, maybe she's trying to teach us, like, talk about it, you know? I yeah. think I would have liked it more if we saw more of, like, them working it out. Like, and if it it, that was the larger portion, yeah. yeah, of the book. I think I would have liked that to see them work through it more. Yes. Because um, it I was just like, let's go home and pretend not to talk to each other. Like, right. And that it was, then... like, one of my biggest, like, one of my yeah. biggest dislikes. That's, that. a, that's a good point. Like, I think I would have liked that, too. Like, because like I imagine I, this is, like, Reckless Girls where we rewrite it. <laughs> we rewrite um, it. <laughs> imagine if like okay she overhears him saying he's devastated she's obviously upset but there's family around you're ultimately there because you have a new nephew um i just feel like it's more realistic that you would have stayed and then talked about it later but you know and then okay they go home then she like even if she's like breaking down and yelling at him if she keeps it all bottled up keep it together which isn't super healthy but still like in front of other people but then when you go home that night mm -hmm. lash out yeah and like yell like yell if you have to like fucking yell get get it out you know i don't know yeah i get what you're saying yeah the working out would have been because even the letters yeah maybe i'm dropping to a four even the letters they weren't doing it together she was reading it by herself mm -hmm. so it wasn't like a even a partnership there of them working on it together you know yeah I just still really like the lessons in this, the overall. Yeah, I but... do. And I do like that. It, like, I don't want, you know, I don't like what the book is about. It's a sad topic. But it's important. But I like that yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. But it's a topic that should be explored. Yes, um, for sure. I just, I think I would just would have liked more of them working it out. Yeah. I totally get that. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Because mm -hmm. I did really like them. Um, I think why it made, one reason it made me so incredibly sad is that, um, you take a couple that like was so in love yes. with each other and then like this happens and it like completely yes. almost tears them apart and like that's what made me really upset mm -hmm. like really sad agree is mm -hmm. I hate yeah. that I, I hate that idea mm -hmm. yeah yes yeah but we learned we learned from Ooh, the book that you know <laughs> talking about it is key to everything so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm such a yeah. like I mean I wasn't always, but I'm such a vocal person now because it like eats away inside of me that I mm -hmm. I'd have to, uh, like I can cannot imagine going six years without like I could never I... shedding light on this like you yeah. you can't especially when your partner is like your best friend like you yeah. have to lean on them and I don't know so I also thought like maybe Oof, like hard, we didn't really we learned we met like her her sibling her sister and like her her yeah. um nephews and stuff and then her mom oh. but, like i feel like we didn't really meet very many other characters and like i don't know i just felt like it might have been like i like i would yeah. like to see her like out with other people besides maybe like her sister and her mom okay. to, like, see how, how she is because like mm -hmm. i don't know yeah outside of like her family i can yeah. see some friends yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i i liked that they moved to europe I thought that was a cool, fun little thing. Like, I did like that. I didn't like that he showed up. 
How'd you guys? Yeah, feel he should have. He should have, I think, given her some space. Yeah. Well, he so she like said two weeks, and then she was there three, and then he shows up. But you're not gonna tell anyone that you're on your way. Like I think that's wrong. I think. I think yes, he should have given her the space, and then like it, if it went past the time you guys talked about, which it did, like you could call her and I'll see like where you're at. Where, yeah. Where, where are we? Yeah. But I mean, I I think she's trying to show like he's like so in he's fighting for her but i'm just like it's rude you can't you came across the country unannounced like <laughs> what, how does ava feel about that you gonna push you up now and you, she didn't even know you were coming like i don't know but i'm excited for you guys to read the other books because it took me a long time to figure everything out but like if if i had read this before i might have well i did wait did i read no i don't know i feel like since this is fresher and you're even if you read the other one sooner like I want to know because it always takes me until the very end to realize what the heck's going in, on in finding, finding. Well, perfect. finding per. Well, yeah, I guess finding perfect, but also like, um, there's parts of this that you could connect to like one other book, but I didn't really think Which about one? it because I didn't. Um, would it have been hopeless? Okay, it's so confusing because it's like like all the little graphics. I had to read like hopeless, then losing hope, then finding yeah. Cinderella. Well, I literally. I literally had finding your perfect finding perfects perfect perfect um yeah. like in my hand I lay down to start to read it and then the first page it says you should read and then it literally tells you the order in which you should read stuff hmm. well losing hope is pers- is the perspective of um holder is that what his name is I could take it or leave it. I didn't. It was fine. Which one? But like Sorry. hopeless. I can't losing, remember losing if hope. I read that one. Okay. Yeah. Take it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, it's just the perspective of him. So like, um, of the guy. So like, you could you if you if you want to really get through it, I, it's probably fine. Skip it. Um, but hopeless finding C- C- Cinderella, which is two of the characters from Hopeless, and then finding Perfect, two of the characters from Finding Cinderella, and they are also in Hopeless, but also people they're in all the books. Oh my god. I'm telling you, you guys will bump your stars up once you read I'm it. I'm excited. Well, I'm, the stars I'm still, it's just, it's not a perfect, <laughs> all your perfects. It's not <laughs> a perfect five for me. I still really think, like, out of all her topics, I don't know. Obviously, domestic violence is really important and hard to talk about. I just, I think that I just like this book and the, the lessons yeah. of mental health and infertility and working together in a partnership i think in communication are just really important here yeah but agree yeah it's hard when you don't feel like your best self and she like feels like ugh, i don't know like i i get colleen does a great job of like showing that of why they feel like they can't communicate but i but you still need to <laughs> like yeah like i see all the reasoning behind it all but and i mean he he it's more on him, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah. I would agree with that, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, you know, like okay. you're I mean, Mike knows like literally everything. Like, I, you know, I tell yeah, him everything. Exactly. And I can't imagine yeah. not communicating like. At, yeah. Like, I could that. see, though, like if I was in her shoes and like I didn't feel like I could like be intimate with my husband because it was so devastating of the aftermath and this and mm-hmm. that. No, no, I still think I would tell him. I don't know. I was yeah. gonna say like maybe she didn't want him to like take it personally, but like the the 
other side of it is he he thinks it's like you don't love him. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and if the, if the line's drawn between you don't worse, love yeah. me, yeah, and that yeah, like what's worse? not I loving you, it, it was that, just the, it the, was last just the, the fact that it was six years of it. Like at some point, I feel like you. I don't know. How did they not get to like di- get to divorce or something? I mean, I feel like what would you like six whole years where you're or, like, like therapy? The fact yeah. that the therapy thing still and is just really bothering me. So like yeah. just immediate she, she as said, it does, it's not going to work for us. Yeah, like, she said therapy is about talking about your problems, and we know that the problem is like I know that I'm upset because I can't get pregnant. We already know that, and then like that was it. Yeah. But it's. It, that's not just what therapy is. Therapy is you guys being able to work on your communication skills. Like, couple right? Because like, go to it. He doesn't know. You guys don't know that each other's problems is because exactly. you're not talking. About it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the general. The general is the generic, not generic. The general um, inf- infertility issue, but all the ins and outs of the way you're feeling because of it, like. Also, oh, I forgot to say, like, how devastating her talking about, like, IVF, like, almost making them bankrupt because they just, like, can't, they simply can't afford it. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, so hard. Uh, you just mm-hmm. never know. You just never know what people are going through. And I, I from someone who is not trying to have kids, but recently married and the, the comments I've just gotten in the last seven months, eight months, it's insane. It's insane. Like, so I am getting it more, but I think it's because we're older than we, like we, when we first got married, we were relatively okay. younger is now yeah. it is. Cause I've always been like, like my mom, my mom has never asked me or anything like that. My, yeah, like no, my parents it. are really good about it. Yeah. yeah. But like other people it's starting more. And I don't know if it's because yeah. I've turned 30 and now people are like, and maybe. now you should have it's like kids. appropriate age. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not so that getting, getting a baby or having a baby younger is not, you know, but I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's just literally insane. I, I Like I said, I'm not trying to have kids. But if I was and I was going through these issues or if I just had a miscarriage, like how mm. fucking dare you ask if there's a bun in the oven? Are you joking? Yeah. Like Bad. it's ridiculous. And it's sad that we still have to talk about it. Like it goes hand in hand with people commenting on other people's bodies. I just was mm-hmm. looking at more like articles about this i mean i think i think that infertility and like asking about pregnancy you think would be like understandable that you just don't you that's not appropriate for people to ask like if you're pregnant yeah yes but i do there it is like i said i think it goes hand in hand with commenting on people's bodies and how they appear but the positive of that people think it's a positive comment comment to talk about oh you look good mm-hmm. like oh have you lost weight you look good they think of that as a positive comment when really that could be so traumatic to someone who's recovering from disordered eating or is struggling with disordered eating and you're like mm-hmm. kind of fueling their unhealthy habit because mm-hmm. like what yeah. they're doing you're saying that's a good thing you know like i'm looking good so this must be right i need to you this know what i mean working. you know not eating yes. is working yeah. right it's working. Is working i'm getting or, the this yeah. attention and it's positive so they think you know so i i hope one day that that becomes also very very well known that that's not appropriate to talk about in any yeah. regard so but i think we're we're years away from that i think 
getting people on board with not asking if you're pregnant is sooner around the corner than that. But yeah, it's all, it's all hard. I just, it made me think of the same thing because like, you don't know if someone lost weight because they had a miscarriage or you don't know, like you just right. don't, you don't know. know. You see a fraction of everyone's lives. So yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So moral of the story, talk to your partner, go to therapy don't give up. Everyone work hard. Like I really love that quote of not giving up at the same time. But yeah. and, stop, and don't ask people about their bodies in general. And don't or ask babies. people about don't their bodies like- or babies. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling like you're not enough, talk to your partner. Go to therapy. They're your partner for a reason. Unless exactly. they're a really bad person, yep. then they shouldn't be your partner. And then, they <laughs> be, then they're not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think we're good i had a lot of quotes but i like mentioned the specific parts in my um likes and dislikes so i think we're good yeah okay cool cool all right well make sure you tune in for our review of the lost apothecary by sarah penner it is our first uh march review and it's released on march 1st sorry (laughs) (laughs) no 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 my tongue stopped working i think um i know we all have a lot going on at the moment but thanks for taking a moment tuning in see you next week Bye. bye Thanks for listening to A Lot Going On at the Moment. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find us on Instagram at A Lot Going On ATM and on Twitter at A Lot Going On Pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner.